You're like, oh, it's coming. Oh boy, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, and then and then. Welcome back to I Don't Know. I'm Gabe Garber, and we've got quite an episode today. Last weekend, I was able to get a chance to sit down and talk with some good friends, Eddie and Danielle of Hoppa House in Bloomington, Ellettsville area, Indiana. And I, I worked with Eddie at Hopscotch, got to know him really well then. Uh, it turns out we actually had a lot of common friends and actually had met on the road or playing playing shows uh years prior but our paths kind of came back together at the coffee shop and really uh i think we we even acknowledged at one point how much difference that time had made in in finding ourselves uh in in different walks of life or in different phases of life and how yeah just the opportunity the the timing of of re reconnecting in that context made the world of difference and yeah like i said they're eddie and danielle are some of my favorite folks and yeah i remember early on in their process of converting an old argosy trailer into what their their home now which is the hoppa house and yeah so like fairly early on working with with eddie they they undertook that process and getting to getting to kind of witness it over over the course of it. And I mean, as it's still evolving, um, it, it was always nice to just kind of be able to, to drive out there, check out what they had done with it since the last time I was there. And oftentimes that led to, to sitting down and, you know, smoking a little bit of weed and talking for hours on end about just about whatever. And yeah, kind of having this conversation albeit virtually, uh, just really transported me back to, yeah, being, being in their living room slash dining room slash bedroom slash house. Um, and just being in the company of people who like to explore and are open about doing it. So yeah, we, it was an honor and, and a joy to sit down with them. I hope I hope that comes through. Um, yeah, buckle up, enjoy, and I'll see you on the other end. Hell yeah. yeah. How are y'all? Good, how are you? Fine. What's in a dungeon yeah. over there? Yeah, or what's what? your space? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I'm like leaning into the like perpetual state of being like a basement dweller. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I lived at my parents, that was, I just kind of took over the the basement there for a while and yeah. took it over as my own. But yeah, we, Kate and I are here in Columbus. Uh, and we got a two bedroom with the sense, the idea that like the second bedroom would be a creative space mm-hmm. and it's kind of, she's been working from home. Okay the whole time so it's it's just been like her her office space yeah she does yoga and stuff there so it's like a a secondary alternative but for me to have any time during the day i was like i'm gonna have to make make use of the basement which is again (laughs) taking up space where it can yeah 
Go yeah. to the darkness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> but it starts, it gets to the point where it starts feeling like, a, I don't know, I always, I, I get kind of cozy in basements. Because it was like so much of the, so much of coming up in basements. Um, or having, yeah, like a basement bedroom. And then playing shows in basements and always practicing I, yeah. in basements. It's like, yeah, it's, this is a familiar space. It's pretty, pretty deeply rooted. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And especially for studio, like artistic space. Yeah. Multi-purpose. Right now there's like some acoustic foam panels that I got that were just some old black lady was yeah. selling. Cause she got like a, just one of the U frame ones, but she was like a gospel musician yeah, who, yeah home studio and was like i don't need all these anymore so she said she had like eight panels so i was thinking it was like the 12 or like a dozen or something so it turned out to be like what she meant by panels was like pegboard oh oh yeah four feet by like or you know whatever it is three feet by six feet yeah covered in multiple acoustic foam squares so i have a a bunch and yeah. have been like trying to make them into like uniform panels that'll yeah. like yeah that's the current project yeah that's awesome that's great it was like 40 bucks or something which yeah. was like already a steal when i thought it was gonna be a dozen yeah and it turned out to be like 60 or yeah. 70 something you're in columbus right yeah it's funny yeah. how you went from columbus to columbus <laughs> I know. I know. It's well, one of my good friends from Columbus, Indiana has been here for coming up on like 10 years with, with a few years he was down in Memphis, Yeah, but they love it. And I don't know. I mean, it's, it seems cool. Like the times that we visited in other times, but yeah, we moved in and within the week was everything was shutting down. So yeah. Like fortunately, we have the the space to kind of expand out into different areas of the house, um, yeah. but which I'm imagine could could be a challenge for <laughs> for y'all. Maybe, maybe well, has been oh, oh, over yeah, the last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, and we've joked about huh? William. Oh yeah, I'm yelling. He starts yelling. I always when yell we're on when FaceTime. I get on FaceTime. <laughs> um, yeah, we we joked about. I also yell when I get excited. <laughs> um so yeah we talked we've joked about and talked about um once we get once we get set up on our own land um setting up separate houses separate small houses separate spaces i I, that sounds like i mean that always sounds like a dream to me like it's yeah yeah i know we've noticed i think in order to stay in a creative flow it's like you need to have a lot of alone time yeah. you know a lot like alone alone yeah 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 time to focus yeah i don't know if i mean i don't know yeah like y'all might have better senses of it or just do you have the sense where it's like you actually need to feel to like believe that you're alone or are you able to like occupy the same space but like shut down enough or like isolate yourself even if you're occupying the same space are either of you able to do that or do you kind of like need to 
fully be like I think you have to, well for me let me speak for me personally I feel like energetically I feel like I can feel the energy of the other mm. person so even if it's really quiet and you're doing your own thing it's like you can still feel the presence so I personally like to be alone when I'm creating mm -hmm. and also you're just tempted to get off track because you're like yeah you're right over there so you're like mm -hmm. hey what about this and, well, then, and it's already a sustained connection yeah. like yeah yeah and we've been um one of the one of the recent ongoing topics has been um the sprinkles of Gemini that that she's that she's handling <laughs> and so uh, I mean, I, I just, I'm kind of naturally caffeinated and chatty. Um, but I think Danielle's figuring out she's also. I got have a, a lot of hummingbird energy. Yeah. Where I'm like, a I'm <laughs> like busying yeah. around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hummingbird. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, that's been a challenge for me too. I, I'm like similarly where it's like, I have that energy that I need to tap into mm -hmm. and like of feeding from being around people and being able to chat and do that. But I think, yeah. in the, in the like exploring creatively, mm -hmm. there is like a level of vulnerability that I have to like try to tap into that. Mm -hmm. There's so much resistance when, when I don't actually like trust that I'm alone yeah. to explore it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. I've been working on some dyeing projects and even ha I needed an assistant and having him there helping me, it was like creating this paranoia where <laughs> I felt like I couldn't focus. I was like, I don't want you to watch me do it. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt like I was going to do it wrong, which is so weird because, you know, we're together all the time. So why would I feel that way? But Or it's like, if it's your thing, you're like taking on a bit more responsibility for like his experience of your thing yeah. i don't know that, like where it's like i'm responsible for whether or not he has a good time doing this like, yeah, yeah maybe it's some bad codependent thing or something i bet for music it'd be like if you had a demo and you know it's not done but then the other person <laughs> you like the other person's hearing it and you're like uh <laughs> yeah i was yeah i've definitely <laughs> always felt the need to like Anytime, and it, I don't know, it's coming from a place of like actually wanting to share that. Mm -hmm. But the minute it touches someone else's ears, there's my assumptions that come with it or, or a need to kind of protect it and yeah. be like qualify it, offer be like, okay, well, this isn't quite done. And they're just like, shut up, I'm listening. Like, yeah. I, and I've been on both ends of that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's such a weird thing, but it like speaks to, I guess, that connected energy and whether it's codependence or just kind of like a state where we always occupy when we're in the presence of others like yeah, yeah but i think we maybe shouldn't i feel like we need to just be putting our art out there no matter what and not worrying about at all about what anyone thinks because ultimately yeah. you have to be making it for yourself you know yeah yeah like how do you how do you get it i guess yeah i don't know it's for me like that would be the ideal is to work towards the place where i could feel vulnerable enough and safe enough to enter into that creative energy mm -hmm. in the presence of others yeah. um but it's like how do at the very least it would be like ideal to sort of craft a life that can equilibrate or like find a balance of of having that time and then being 
being more confident in sharing it and, and presenting it to the world. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I wonder, I often wonder if social media has kind of like messed us up in that way of like everybody performing, you know, like, or having to feel like they have to perform. Yeah. Like it's taken away some purity of the creation or something. Yeah. It's just like how many different layers above the actual layer are we like viewing it from? Like what perch are we at? Yeah. Yeah. And the reality is most people aren't paying attention. They're thinking about themselves. That's the hilarious part. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they don't even notice that you said something that you're like, well, I tend to obsess sometimes about like I said something and then I'm like, oh, crap. I'm thinking about it for days, like about what I said to somebody. Well, they're not thinking about it past like the minute that I said it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all have those like ongoing loops that we're just like tying and opening and closing and jumping to the next ones like it's yeah i don't know i just i was walking around earlier trying to just like think about some of that but i guess part of it it's like there's like the equal and opposite reaction kind of a just basic principle kind of thing Mm -hmm. of like if someone is just thinking of how people behave in the world i was like formulating the idea that like if if something is like higher on their priority or on their hierarchy for like their it's the first play that they go to to like enact then that's probably saying that that's one of the most important things internally that they need to kind of shore up or strengthen or protect before they move on to next thing so it's like when noticing that in the world like recognizing like oh if someone's leading with you know fake it till you make it kind of like we need to just you know overly exude confidence and that that how much of that is coming from that very like basic fundamental need to cover up or or deceive about someone's lack of confidence. question it yeah yeah yeah. Mm. yeah i remember um when i first got started um it it felt more like journaling um because i had um I had zero followers. And so for me, like, you know, at the time I would have been playing a lot of shows and starting to tour more. Um, And so for me, like, I would just, I would snap a photo once in a while and it would almost, uh, I'd be able to kind of check back in and use it like, oh yeah, what was, like, what was the name of that house in Memphis? Or, you know, what was the name of, like, what was that restaurant that, or what was that cafe that I ate at in, in North Carolina? Um, and I'd be able to refer back to my little, uh, photo album. Um, yeah. And And that kind of filters out the things that were important enough to you at the time to document them. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, now it's just, I've got a teenage daughter, um, (laughs) 17 now. She just turned 17 today. And so watching, watching the, watching the world from her perspective, um, is, uh, incredible. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that being kind of an ongoing challenge of, you know, splitting time and, you know, essentially kind of bringing her into an entirely different home environment, lifestyle environment and like, 
Yeah. It's getting better, though. She's, you know, because now she's starting to form her own opinions about things. Yeah. She doesn't That's think awesome. we're so weird now. <laughs> yeah, she wants to actually, she wants to come hang out with us in our, in our <laughs> tiny space. Nice. And well, there's always, always the, like, the waves of, of, uh, like, counterculture. Or, oh, or, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's just, it's incredible seeing the world from that that perspective and i mean well it's such an overstimulation <laughs> and i feel like yeah. what we're trying to do at least especially the past few weeks we've kind of had a reset where we're like okay really no movie watching i've gone down to listening to almost no podcasts like we've cu- we're trying to ca- cut out sugar cut out carbs exercise like kind of just go back to baseline reality where you feel good and healthy and you can analyze what am i doing here because we both realized that we were just taking in so much of everything else that you you get to a point where you're like what are my own ideas yeah like am i saying this because i just heard somebody else say it or do i really think mm-hmm. that you know yeah so yeah. it's almost like a vipassana without doing vipassana. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I feel like I I struggle with that a lot because there's there's ways that I might like judge the types of things that I'm taking in and judge some of them as good. You know, make the distinction between. It, but it's all still inputs, and mm-hmm. it's it is just like an overload. So it's and there's also a sense in any kind of like arguments or debates that more evidence is what you need so there could be you could lean the other way of like yeah you know am i just repeating this because i heard it once but it's like oh well if i hear it four or five times Mm -hmm. then maybe that maybe that can justify a stronger belief and even if that's based on the best you know if it if it bears out scientifically or whatever to actually be true there's still something you're still paying a cost to Mm -hmm. with your time and attention ingesting more things in effort to in an effort to like find the truth but does it bring you peace <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's the other yeah thing. wow yeah i was just thinking about this in in terms of a um of an old like dial radio and tune in the frequencies the the information overload happening as like um being say let, let's say let's say especially on the a.m because on the AM you're picking up a massive range and on the AM dial being in between a bunch of channels and so you're getting input from all these different channels and stuff's just like coming in and out you know as it's available um versus versus taking the dial and fine tuning in on each individual channel and just um, you know, more of a calculated shuffle to where you're getting input, you know, you're able to like spend a little time finely tuned, getting input on all these, like on all these various channels versus just getting this like, you know, cacophony chaos. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, well, and not knowing right what to that do too, with. it's like the noise in between is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and so i mean it's another thing what you just described to like kind of make the trips between different frequencies Mm -hmm. 
Whereas like so many people, I feel like that's another, it, like another thing that it's just like, once you get out of that noise, yeah, you're more likely to just stay, stay in the secure range of frequencies. And like, maybe that's another thing. It's like, there's, there's less and less willingness to, to face the noise again, to, to go explore yeah. other oh, yeah. ranges. So it's, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. You start getting into the issue of comfort. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but I feel like that describes like the echo chambery quality yeah. of things oh, and yeah. how, you know, with once comforts played into that, it's, it, it's understandable that, yeah. would, that people would want to remain in that zone, yeah. especially if they, came to that from from the wilderness with all the fears that you know yeah uh, that's not even including the spread of you know kind of propaganda stuff to, oh, to yeah. prop up extra fear oh, of, yeah. of that noise because it's just noise and yeah. it's there's other stuff beyond that to that's worthy of of knowing and learning about so yeah. it's yeah hmm. i like that i like that idea of the wilderness with that, the space in between being something, uh, you know, that can be harsh, um, that we're, that uncomfortable. yeah, uncomfortable, um, that we're like, maybe think that we don't have the, uh, the, the skills or the, um, um, ability to survive those, yeah. those in between spaces, um, and that keeping us from that keeping us from tuning in. There's also the issue of identity. Cause, you know, we all kind of uh I don't know, there's it seems for a lot of us that there's a um draw to be like easily identifiable or mm -hmm. easily identified. Um It's like a secure secure ground to stand on. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, whether it's saying like, I'm a, you know, I'm a carpenter, you know, or, you know, I'm a member of this community or that community and the ability to, you know, maybe step out and go over here and see like what this, you know, what the, what the next door neighbor's community looks like, um, which may shake up our, which may shake up that, that, uh, the brand that we were trying to, um, create for ourselves, yeah. you know, but yeah, I mean, we're, so, so we're getting ready for the big move. Um, which is, I was just thinking like a huge, like what you were saying about the wilderness, we've actually been facing that head on, at least, especially me. I've had so much fear cause I'm like, how are we going to get water? Like, what do we, you know, like, mm. how do you get your basic needs met? But it's just like, you know what? You just take one step at a time and stuff works out and you just yeah. have to kind of believe that it will, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. So I definitely want to get more of like the, the specifics of it, but yeah, just before, like, I don't know. I think going through what you're going through now, like this intentional approach to like cutting out, trimming down the stuff, also like opens up much more of your capacities towards focusing on those things where it's like you're you're i don't know so i think uh, yeah just before hearing more about it um like that'll put you in a good spot to 
just be comfortable with the limited things because you're not going to be you'll be able to focus more on definitely on those very specific things the important things that you want to focus on yeah instead of all the distraction yeah Yeah. and putting out fires from so much of this non-important stuff exactly that you're yeah just kind of like mindlessly taking on well even um even physical capability um like we're getting ready to move from 600 or 700 feet above sea level to 7,000 <laughs> and physically we got to get our shit together <laughs> like yeah okay you know we need to be out there exercising because it's yeah. otherwise it's gonna be like you know it's gonna be really hard um yeah but well, it also puts yeah, you in a position to maybe emphasize like the sustainable exercise too as opposed yeah. to like the all or nothing it's like oh, it's yeah. got to be something that you can buy into on the, on the you know yeah your daily make it a consistent part of your yeah existence yeah 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 and the way that the, the way that we're building it in is part of just the daily rituals awesome and so and you know for me to like contact with nature and so rather than like uh rather than exercising in the garage or you know in the, in a in a gym type of atmosphere like i'd prefer to get out and just hike or like you know climb a hill um yeah. you know real like one on one time yeah um and so it's like you know there's so much more benefit from you know being out in the trees being close to the water well also chop wood carry water i mean that yeah. is your exercise yeah, you don't feel like you yeah. have to yeah do push-ups yeah. or whatever you know yeah. yeah and i mean i think i don't know yeah just I, so much of that the basic needs part is uh we we spent a few days in a yurt last weekend yeah. Ooh, yeah. um and it was yeah wood stove and just thinking back to different times like yeah house sitting for the cooper smiths and a, f- a few other places that that was the source of heat or at least the main one so it's like when you know you have to do it and you accept it then there is there is like so much peace that can come from that of just recognizing it and understanding that it's like kind of an exquisite process to do it and there's all kinds of details that are rich to to take in and and choose to to spend your energy on and attention on yeah that it yeah i don't know when it's when it's like taking in pulling in all this other information where you're you're tuned in more i guess more richly or more fully into that then yeah there's just it's a rich experience and i i don't know we're short on those (laughs) or we're constantly distracted or yeah teased away from that tempted away Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah teased teased away from it yeah and at the end of the day i mean how do you you have to really consider how you want to spend and value your time which is do you want to try to grow your own food and spend time working doing that or do you want to you know slave away at some retail shop and then have to go to the grocery store and buy stuff that's not as nutritious and doesn't have love put into it you know well, and also how how big of like an ego kick in the nuts would would it be to come back and be like, well, we're cold tonight because I spent too much time on Instagram today. <laughs> like, how 
how how big would you feel having to come home to say that like it's oh that that sounds awful yeah yeah it's funny. just like recognizing the priorities and knowing that there's you just got to find a way to do it or yeah <laughs> it reminds me of the old days of uh roasting and then getting distracted and coming home and not having beans <laughs> the next morning <laughs> did that happen <laughs> yeah it happened to multiple people multiple times uh... including i think jane and chris <laughs> which is which is hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah oh man oh, that is funny. but uh yeah so okay what's what i don't know i want to know more like the timeline i know you all said kind of roughly about a year yeah but what's it and i don't know i don't know how much you're you have oh my gosh there's so much to <laughs> what's plan. it gonna be right now he's building another camper on the back of his truck so he can drive out and camp and probably do some photography along the way and then stay on the land and kind of scope things out there's another plot of land right next to the three acres that we bought that we were thinking about buying but we want to take a look at it before we actually do that because it's possible that we'll go out there and we'll be like hey we like this spot over here better you know and shift yeah. a little but it looks beautiful so hopefully it is kind of buying nice. sight unseen is kind of crazy but at the same yeah. time you can use technology to see a lot so mm -hmm. yeah but then yeah then solar we're working on our solar right now and we've been researching like what type of water systems to use so it's completely untouched land it'll be yeah, like it'll be completely cool. off grid it's odd because it's in a subdivision that was built in the 70s but it was really it's almost like they laid out the roads and then really no one moved there <laughs> and it's huge acres of land on each person's plot mm -hmm. so okay. i'd say in the whole subdivision i don't know how many acres it is but let's just say 100 acres there's like what four or five houses mm-hmm it's it's very desolate but the cool, cool part is we're right down the road from the el moro national monument and park and so that kind of you know you still have some connection to people right down the road and then we're far away from big grocery stores but there is a little town about 15 minutes away called rama that has some supplies and a post office and, and a farmer's market oh yeah farmers market. like a really healthy farmers market so yeah nice yeah. but we are Which... actually thinking about getting a dome to start as like a greenhouse type thing cool guest house workshop maybe two domes eventually but and then you know other structures that we build but the thing about the domes is you can put them up in like a day or two and so when we first get there we're gonna need to have something in, like immediately to be able to mm. use so yeah so is the land like i mean is it what's the word like arable is it i mean is it something that will be able to be used or would it be like structural buildings you know like you're talking about the the domes to kind of be greenhouses well i think uh due to the climate um the greenhouse is going to work the best mm -hmm. um cool. because it's high um there's snow on the ground they say seven months out of the year um and but but also being in new mexico we have tons of sun mm -hmm. we have yeah. so much sun yeah. and even during the winter yeah. yeah yeah and um 
and I'm not sure, I'm not sure how the soil is, um, for, for farming, but, um, all that will be done inside the greenhouse. It doesn't look great, but the thing is, is it's more about studying and learning more about what naturally would make sense mm -hmm. to go there. You know, you, yeah. you'd be, yeah. you would be looking less into growing, I don't know, the kind of agricultural big crops that we grow versus, or yeah. even just like tomatoes and cucumbers. I mean, we might have some stuff like that in the greenhouse, but in the land, you'd want to find like the trees that go naturally with the area that also produce some kind of nut that you can, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of yeah. little plants and stuff that are good in that arid mm -hmm. climate. So it's just finding and learning what works. So, yeah. and of course, experimenting. So, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, um, that's kind of, we're trying to keep our focus on the fact that this is, um, a lab slash playground. I mean, life is. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, especially, but viewing this whole thing as just like, as an experiment, as trying to like, you know, uh, be able to move towards something that feels more natural, that feels yeah. more pure. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever seen any of the permaculture setups where people really don't have much to do. I mean, they don't actually go farm the land. The land just mm -hmm. kind of takes care of itself. I mean, that would be the ideal situation. So. Yeah, like a natural ecosystem. Yeah. Maintenance kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's the goal. And then hopefully maybe, I mean, inspire other people. Because it's like there's so much of that dry, bad, what's considered unusable land at this point that's just been like essentially raped out west and, you know, far south in Texas. And it's like... Well, somebody's got to try to fix that. We can't just keep moving east and creating desert everywhere, you know? Yeah. Or saying, well, there's nothing here, so we might as well build. We're going to go where it's easier. Yeah, or yeah. build a mall. Yeah. Or... Build, yeah, build that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the water situation out there is not the best. That's going to definitely be a challenge. But... Yeah. I think it'll be okay. I mean, people figure stuff out, you know. Yeah. There is I mean, water. do they do like tanks or something? Oh, yeah. Would there be like a delivery or pickup kind oh, of yeah. thing as yeah. far as supplementing or kind of probably having collection being the supplemental yeah. source? Because I wouldn't. Yeah. Actually, there's there's there have been people in like Tucson who have been able to catch enough with very little rainfall that they always <laughs> have water. So it would probably be initially that we'd have to have delivery or there is a well that's located on the land that you can use 24 seven. But I mean, that might get old fast hauling huge amounts of water. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but also the main issue with the water though, is that in that area, there's a lot of arsenic and uranium in the water because there one, there's uranium mines near Navajo nation and the Zuni reservation because essentially we went over there and exposed a bunch of this toxic stuff and then never took care of it to seal off the mines. So it Sounds just about right. blows around in the air there. And yeah, so that's a water contaminant issue. And then the arsenic is interesting. I guess it just occurs naturally from some kind of volcanic ash that's in the rock and land there. And the levels are ridiculously high. Like, 
I want to say like 700 times the amount that's legally should be in the water, which is really bad. But the this, br- yeah, and but but um, and keeping in mind that painting this picture it makes like, it sound really doomy and scary. Yeah, but, but we already know the solution to that part. So. And and um, it's kind of the case <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, if yeah, you look actually at our local water. Yeah, if you actually look up your water in local areas here and in probably where you live, there's contaminants everywhere that should that are higher than they should be. So yeah. it's well, just, just like a, not yeah. looking or Yeah, most people just don't know. Not knowing what to look <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, the arsenic's really high. But the Berkey, I don't know if you're familiar with the Berkey water systems. Mm-mm. The black carbon filters filter out like 99% of arsenic and uranium and all that stuff. But nice. we need to go over, when he goes out there, we're going to do some water testing. <laughs> cool. So that'll be a thing we do for a while is, you know, like test after we filter it and all that. Well, so. and do you know what the the nature of the different houses, you said there's maybe four or five that are out there now like what do you know anything about those folks are they doing similar things or is it i mean they'll have they'll have come up with some solutions whether they're they're solutions that are like what you want to pursue is yeah. is another thing but at least they're if you know them or get to know them yeah, yeah. Um, which that's yeah that's the goal is to like you know become neighbors and um and it seems like there's a little bit of both maybe there's some people mm-hmm that are tied into the grid and probably just do the kind of more normal thing. And then there's definitely also people who are doing the off grid and more, you know, primitive systems to cool run yeah. stuff. So yeah, it's exciting. It's a lot, but it's cool. I mean, we've been doing research and reading about this all forever. It's like, and then at what yeah. point are you going to just take the dive and start doing it? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, are you looking, you said in about a year or probably a little bit under now? Or like, do you have a, a target date today attached to anything? So, yeah, actually. So today was our official closing date. Oh, that's funny. On the land. Alina's 17th birthday and we were like, okay, yeah. when she's 18 and she graduates, we'll move after that. <laughs> yeah. That was some, that was just a random, well, you know, we thought random at the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, Oh, this timing might work out. It might work out for us to like, you know, stay here until she graduates and then yeah. and then move out. That way she kind of like, you know, I want her to know that like, you know, that's going to be a second home for her. Um yeah. and be comfortable flying out there and coming and staying with us for, you know, indefinite periods. Um yeah. But yeah, so um so we're just we're shooting to have everything ready to go within a year from from today. <laughs> cool. So that'll just mean like taking trips out there when you can. I'm gonna scope it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm at least I'm gonna take this initial run. Um, I'm guessing I don't know some point this spring, um, and get a get a closer survey of of the space and um i don't know just try to get uh try to check in with the local authorities or whatever and like get some topographical maps if i can and you know all that stuff um and then yeah just kind of like 
getting everything lined up. Um, solar, water, uh, small power station, which would house the, the solar setup. Um, and then just figuring out the, um, figuring out shipping, um, cause we're going to be trailering the house, mm -hmm. um, which seems redundant, but it's going to cut down on the wear and tear of hauling our house, which is, um, which is a camper 2000 miles. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So we gotta, we gotta figure out some stuff and I think a year gives us plenty of time to kind of get, get things sorted out. Yeah. But yeah, I go through periods of like, of being completely overwhelmed by it <laughs> and then periods of, of feeling, um, relief that like, that we have, you know, some, some direction that we're headed, yeah. you know, that's, it feels meaningful and, and rooted and well, yeah. it's like yeah. the hero's journey, you know, it's like, you have to appreciate the journey and like, we find ourselves oftentimes impatient. Like we're like, can we get to the end thing yet? But it's like if you get to the end, it's thing, not actually the end thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's never the end thing until yeah. you know it is. Yeah, <laughs> the goodie, the golden yeah. goodie. Yeah, I know it. I don't. Yeah, we've just had. I get. I mean, it's we've spent a year now, just over a year, in in the same space essentially, and mm -hmm. it's we don't really have a sense of what the community or you know what the environment really is yeah. and yeah, that's like a bizarre way to, yeah that's bizarre yeah it's it's the the city has essentially extended we, i mean we go in, on walks in the neighborhoods and stuff and there's mm -hmm. there's nice parks and stuff here but yeah we're just kind of like what what is this what are we doing mm -hmm. like we i don't know yeah and but it, i guess that's the thing it's like we just have been kind of in this holding pattern it seems like for so long you're saying the impatience of just mm -hmm. like what's what's next and like that that's been like consistently where where our heads have been it's mm -hmm. just like we're waiting for more information to make itself apparent mm -hmm. to us to actually weigh out options and yeah. figure some stuff out but absent that we just kind of have to figure out a way to you know pass the days <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. May I ask what you are doing for work right now? Right now, I've just been doing stuff with Cardinal as like projects come oh. up. So I am still, yeah, in good stead with them. It's not not the most consistent, but it's been helpful. So I did the census back in the fall for a few months and that I like got out of debt that way mm -hmm. and saved up a bit of money. So cool. um, yeah, that with like, tax return and stimmy money is like mm -hmm. just been helpful to like cushion it but uh yeah as of this past week i just interviewed at a community coffee shop that's opening a second spot kind of like a semi-permanent pop-up style like oh, a cool. cart small cart yeah, but yeah, in yeah. a in a community art space okay so that should start in a few weeks and it's like monday through saturday or no 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 wednesday through saturday like 8 30 to 1 30 yeah which i'm like into that very much so yeah. so yeah that's cool that'll be steady it'll be a chance to kind of connect with yeah 
hopefully oh, some different yeah. areas yeah, no in, the, in the community. Yeah, what an amazing yeah. tool. Yeah. Um, that's, so, yeah, that was one thing I was thinking about. Because actually on the on the other side of this, another one of the, like, the big hurdles that, or the big, like, um, I don't know, kind of leap, it kind of, it, it, it turns this thing into a leap of faith. Um, because at the other end, we're not exactly sure what we're going to be doing, uh, you know, for, for jobs. Yeah. We have no clue (laughs) right now. Yeah. We know something will work out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have complete faith that, you know, uh, giving ourselves a year, especially, um, something's, something's gonna like, something's gonna sort out, something's gonna come our way, but, um, but yeah, but then it's also like, it's exciting to sit back and say like, hmm, wonder what it'll be. <laughs> yeah. When it's, when you open it up like that much, it's like, that's where it's scary. Cause it's, yeah. you're, you're leaving the frequency that you're comfortable in and then, yeah. you know, exactly. facing nothing but static for, yeah. you don't know how long. And it's, yeah. I don't know, it's freeing to, you know, have all the options, but it's when you have to piece everything back together again mm-hmm. or how figure out how to reconfigure mm-hmm. the pieces in a way that meets the needs of the new environment, yeah. but also might expand beyond what you're, you know, used to and familiar with. That's yeah. I don't know. I've, I've been constantly struggling with that as well. It's just like how, mm-hmm. how can you make this lifestyle sustainable and, you know, one mechanism is cutting back oh, yeah. the fluff. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the extreme that that leads to is I, I'm not sure that I'm, like, ready to take the full extreme of that. There are certain things that, you know, you have to, I guess, bring into existence or, you know, earn or make or whatever. So there's that other, that's the thing that feels less familiar. Like, how do you, how do you earn or how do you create that generate that value because mm. um, it seems to be a need to have both systems running in in some yeah. like harmony of cutting back on excesses and yeah. generating other i don't know fertile yeah. soil to occupy yeah letting mr business and mr artist work together <laughs> yeah yeah take care of their take care of their yeah it's like i mean that's the um that's what we go through kind of i don't know i guess collectively Mm -hmm. is like figuring out what's a healthy what's a healthy fit well i think the easiest way the easiest path to follow with that the truest path is you make what you want to see in the world and I think if you're in flow with what you're supposed to be doing, the rest will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's a really you're disillusioned, able to fucked up way of thinking about it. But I like to think <laughs> of it in a magical sense of if yeah. I'm in flow, it will come. It's like generating me. the yeah, like the rich experience, generating something that is p- like pure for whatever mm-hmm. lack of a better word, but something that is isn't diluted or spread over a bunch of different kind of things, but if it's really resonating with whatever frequency you're on Mm -hmm. and you're generating something in that, in that 
space or in that like in capturing all of the all of that energy Mm -hmm. all of those constellations of things that are the frequency that you're resonating most like fully with yeah yeah do you guys i don't know if you guys feel like this creatively but sometimes i feel like i'm like all these ideas are just floating in consciousness in the ether and we just like pluck them out or essentially if our bodies are like the radio receiving the signal it's like I will get these ideas that I think is a brilliant idea and then I sit and think about it too long and I don't do it and then next thing you know someone else is doing it and I'm like damn it I should have done that yeah oh (laughs) yeah it's happened so many times during the pandemic I think because people have had so much extra time to be Mm -hmm. creative there were so many things that I thought I was going to do. And then I'm like, well, now I can't do it because that person's doing Mm -hmm. it. But then I realized, I was like, okay, I'm an individual. I need to quit comparing myself to that person. And if I still want to do that thing, Mm -hmm. it's still going to turn out different and be different than theirs, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Because it's me. Exactly. Yeah. And again, the only way that it, like, could fall short of that would be for... For you to maybe cut corners and not let enough light into all of the different contours of of your perspective. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's how you run the risk of copying is like, you're not thorough enough. You don't let yourself thoroughly come through. And that's where it's like that vulnerability we talked about earlier of like needing kind of the private secure space to, you know, step into that mold it, it's difficult but it's i think it's important to yeah do do be as thorough as you can because that's that's the only way that the your uniqueness i guess will like yeah find a way out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and that's I, I always find that the biggest struggle because it's it just feels like it's a a, a mishmash of so many different things that the story i'm telling myself more often than not is that they're disconnected and they're not you know but it's like those are i what my main project is i think it right now is just like trying to figure out the story that fully brings all of those together and into a system that like seems cohesive coherent like and is aimed at a thing like it's like how do i merge all of these skills that i've for one reason or another pursued over the course of my life instead of you know abandoning one to pursue another or you know and just hopping from one to the uh, one to one to the next like Mm -hmm. there is i feel like that leveling up kind of thing requires you to bring them all together in a way that's unified Mm -hmm. kind of a i don't know and that's a huge challenge yes are there any kinds of techniques that you use to do that like for instance I've been working with imagine imaginal techniques and he's been doing it too where like right before bed especially and you're when you're in that like liminal state right before you go to sleep you can kind of tap into your unconscious mind and like send messages to your unconscious mind because you know your unconscious mind is the one that's like you're a stupid idiot your artwork sucks <laughs> like you know but if you can tap into that and plant the seed of imagining like the artist you want to be or imagining like I'll lay there in bed and imagine like like right now I'm working on working towards making some kind of clothing thing. But I don't and I have a lot of ideas about it. But when I'm going to bed, I'll just sit there and like plan it out a little bit and kind of try to plant the seed into this unconscious mind. <laughs> 
Yeah. I. Or maybe just meditation for some people works. I just wondered as a creative if you have any kind of techniques you use. I mean, this is an area that I feel like I definitely stand to dedicate a bit more, like, focus on. Um, but I, I, I don't know. We go, I mean, try to walk regularly. Mm-hmm. And even if it's, I mean, that's that's one thing. I... Although I do tend to have something on in my head going on, like whether I'm listening to podcasts or, or music or something, but trying to just take more time to turn that off and let my mind wander more so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know. There's there's music stuff. There's There's the design work or whatever. But I recognize, too, that it's been... It's been quite a while since I've had like any regular relationship with like a writing practice or, mm-hmm. or just, yeah, again, like being on the road, open road was like mm-hmm. voice memo after voice memo of just ideas. But then when I look back, like there's always, there's also the extra layer of needing to kind of review those and like go back through them and sift through in order to like fine tune them and distill them down a bit more so that they're less hefty i don't have to carry the whole like clunky thing i can carry like a a, yeah a distilled version of it that Mm -hmm. is more sharp more focused of a of a tool or an approach or an idea that's that can then start to play with other fully formed ideas maybe into Mm -hmm. like a larger picture um so i think yeah for me like writing or even just like writing and reviewing or voice memo transcribing them going back through like listening to them with a different perspective Mm -hmm. than i had when i created it Mm -hmm. um that's that's big for me and it's hard it's just hard to do it's hard to like discipline yourself to do the stuff that you seem to know you need to do the most like i don't know i always struggle with the things that feel the most important seem to have a bigger barrier yeah totally because it's like you're trying yeah that is very interesting yeah it's like you're almost sabotaging yourself because you're afraid to climb the mountain (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you're like i know this can be great but i'm still scared to do it (laughs) yeah well like it also requires some of that vulnerability or like Mm -hmm. you know you have to go in go into that thing that you believed to be super important uh, or valuable to yourself, but you have to go in open-minded to, to learn something more from it or engage with it mm-hmm. realistically. And to, or if you want to learn, you have to kind of, yeah, bow in the face of it and mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you're fully surrender. So it's, <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the discipline <clears throat> thing's interesting too. That's what we've been focusing on lately. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like making ourselves do it. And I know it gets easier the more you do it, whether it's a health thing or a creative practice or whatever. But yeah. yeah. Do you write every day like that? Do you have like a time period where you get up and or do you have no. like a ritual through or routine through your day since you guys are at home that you follow or does it kind of just wake up and you go with the flow? Uh, I mean, there's some, there's, there's structure that is based mostly around Kate's work day, which is like usually 8.30 to 4.30 or 8.30 to 5. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'll get up and usually do coffee and 
get going and sometimes maybe sit and do a little bit of like either reading or that's another thing. It's like, I have this sense of like being behind on reading because I've like always, I've never been much of a reader or I'm a slow reader. And so it's having like gained the value of, of reading some really good stuff. It's like, I, I feel like I'm constantly trying to catch up, but that's just another thing of, you know, it's, it's more input um, in a different form, but, it, but maybe that also speaks to that need to be writing or well, like writing as well, like expressing myself through words yeah. more so than, I don't know. Yeah. More output, less input. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, we got to a point I, we had read so many, I don't know, I guess you could say we we're interested in the mystical side of different religious practices not necessarily agreeing with any specific one religion. I kind of think they all overlap in some way. Yeah. Like, you know, there's core truths of life, essentially. And yeah. It got to and the, the more you more... study, the more you have the option to, like, recognize the overlaps. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. it gets to the point where you're like, okay, I need to quit reading all these books. And now I need to, like, do the practice or do the work, you know? Yeah. And yeah, we actually got rid of a ton of books like that and are trying to just do it. But yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So our schedule, uh, my schedule, I guess, is much more kind of at the whims of, of mm-hmm. whatever, which has value at times. But yeah, it, it, it can just seem like I'm amassing, you know, just crude sketches or ideas basic things like note notes jotted down and it's like i'm not actually doing much of the processing of that and so it's i'm filling up my sink with dirty dishes essentially and instead of going through and cleaning the dishes i'm you know just letting them pile up and i don't know same with like open tabs on your browser it's like if you know how much of those actually speak to anything that I care about in this moment right now. Okay. I might have, you know, yeah, it's just like a weird iteration of, of being out of practice of letting go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, time is really weird right now too. Yeah. Just time feels, sometimes it feels like it's going so fast and then you're like, what did I even do? <laughs> yeah. Just cause of the pandemic yeah. and everything in the routine of everything. Yeah. It's just time has, it feels like sped up and slowed down simultaneously. Yeah. Although someone was saying that I guess the earth is spinning faster now. So <laughs> there might be something actually happening where like our frequencies are actually being challenged a bit or, you know, some kind of new frequencies coming in that's affecting things that were, it's so subtle, you're unaware of it, but it is actually having an effect on actual time. Interesting. Well, the structure is certainly being challenged <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Like, you know, we've got, we've got potentially so much more free time on our hands, mm-hmm. you know, time to actually sit down and explore some of these ideas. And, um, what we were noticing with, um, what was it? I think it was last weekend. The, um, we switched back over to, to, um, whatever springtime or springtime. the you know, daylight savings daylight savings and fall back spring forward yeah spring yeah. back fall and i don't know fall down it's like a capitalistic torture device so we <laughs> yeah so this how did this one feel in like relation to other like 
horrible. Because I felt, I felt like it felt much more. I felt much more affected this yeah. time mm-hmm. than normal. Oh Me yeah, too. yeah. And I was resistant, not to this one, but to the one before, because I like, um, I kind of work by a sense of daylight, and so I'll work later into the evening if I've still got daylight to work with. And mm-hmm. so for me, I was, I was excited to gain a little extra time in my schedule um, because yeah. it means that I get out of my current um, nine to five work a little earlier in the day. And so it means I get more, I get more work done afterwards in the in the better sense of the word yeah (laughs) yeah um and yeah but then at the same time we also um i think it was last sunday that we sat down and we were like you know what it's time to buckle down and so the next morning at what would have been previously five o'clock i was getting up now at uh four o'clock or whatever and trying to get up and like get my day started get through you know do um get my stretches in get my you know my quiet time in and trying to like start building these like healthier practices and so it was especially rough because about (laughs) nine o'clock i'm just passed out on the floor or on the couch (laughs) And I'm like, man, I know after like a week or two, I'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, this one did feel harsh. I just felt tired all week. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I don't know. I mean, I I just like, there's so many things that like the extreme scale of looking at it, like in orders of magnitude of thinking like, I don't know. It seems plausible to me that like, activity on the surface of a spinning thing such as the earth like Mm -hmm. could affect the you know average speed it could negate movement in certain (laughs) directions like nothing nothing like that would change the course of anything majorly but Uh like i don't know for for the last year as as a you know a species we've been way more still i guess oh, yeah. uh on the whole so it's like there has been so much less hustle and bustle on mm-hmm. the surface of of the of the earth mm-hmm. i mean that seems seems at least plausible that it could affect the, the velocity of our rotation <laughs> yeah. at like the tiny microscopic level <laughs> yeah. like definitely not yeah. buying into anything major like it's veering off course like what well, no yeah, yeah. but it's i mean the same kind of thing too of like uh with with the daylight savings i just feel like with so much of our time being spent in the same place we're a lot more familiar we're you know pulled in other directions like in the in the technosphere but less mm-hmm. so in in our surrounding physical environment yeah. we're we're not i don't know so we're much more attuned to the immediate surroundings and the mm-hmm. all the different dimensions of that and so with the time thing just shifting kind of under our feet Mm -hmm. it kind of had that feeling much more yeah well and yeah actually i just um mentally branched off and into the the idea of time in the technosphere 
um, and was visualizing uh, like a casino <laughs> where time just stands still. Um, you know, and it kind of seems, it seems that way, uh, you know, within the technosphere. Well, it's like a Groundhog Day thing. A lot of people have actually been saying that, where they feel like it is like Groundhog Day a bit. Like the movie. Yeah. More looped, more like... Yeah, more looped. Yeah, when you, when you, when you come out of the sphere, (laughs) it's like, you know, you're going through your daily motions... And I've felt a little bit more freedom lately for like throwing in those little curveballs, um, you know, and being, being more aware. I'm curious here, like, I don't know if that has something to do with just the like attention, like the, the, Mm. how much attention we're able to do. Cause I feel like the same kind of thing happens in like the flow state Mm -hmm. where you're, you know, if it's engaged in something creative, like you're completely unaware oh, of time. Right. Oh, and yeah. and so the same thing would be happening you're but with the casino model or you mm-hmm. know, if we're if we're just glued to whatever it is we're doing, mm-hmm. we could be glued to healthy patterns mm-hmm. and generative things such as like creativity or tending to the, the basic needs of, of your existence. Or we can be sucked in and completely glued to things that are rotting our brains mm-hmm. or, you know, steal it you know our wallets if if you're in the casino it's like sure yeah if you're if you're incentivizing these just all or nothing kind of shitty patterns or gambling you know mm-hmm. whatever habits those are then yeah i don't know i just i kind of fell off that train there but it what are know. some habits or have you noticed anything in yourself like addictions or habits that you started like really heavily falling into during the pandemic. Like I noticed myself doing certain things and then that's where the last week we were like, okay, we got to, you know, kind of go back to homeostasis. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we're, we are like, we consider ourselves like incredibly fortunate and this was like completely not really related at all to COVID happening so i like had right before we moved i did the the vipassana retreat Mm -hmm. and so gearing up for that i wasn't drinking Mm -hmm. and doing anything else so but i think i i did cheat and had a sip of bourbon on my good friend's like wedding day which was like (laughs) within the window Mm -hmm. uh i was still like a week out Mm -hmm. over a week but over the course of the retreat i just was like among the things that i was like thinking about was just like why am i drinking at all like mm-hmm. yeah. it's not it's not a problem for me mm-hmm. it's never really been an issue but it's like it's like is it i shouldn't be joy? I, <laughs> I shouldn't i shouldn't be doing it like i shouldn't it's it doesn't make sense to justify it because it's not a like it not being a problem for me doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's like a good thing for me mm-hmm. like yeah. and so like the casual nature of how it felt at this point in my life like I don't feel like I would miss it. And so mm-hmm. I just was like, I'm just kind of going to not do it. I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. like yeah. take that dive into identifying myself indefinitely as someone who does not live my life in a way that mm-hmm. I, I drink alcohol because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. And weirdly enough, like 
was telling Kate about it on the day I got out and she was just like, oh, that's weird because I kind of had came to similar mm-hmm. conclusions for herself was just like, I don't know. I think all the all the different reasons that you can come up with of like, why am I doing this? I'm spending mm-hmm. money when I'm going out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't yeah. feel good when, you know. And so we both had this thing where we came to it on our own and yeah. yeah we just crossed over the year of that as well so it's yeah. like it doesn't feel like that much of a milestone yeah in terms of like we're connected to it because it wasn't like a big thing but in some ways i guess i mean it is it's yeah. and it's awesome and we're very grateful that like that didn't become a pattern yeah um yeah they I, yeah i don't know yeah i guess a lot of people i guess alcohol sales have definitely gone up but yeah it's yeah. interesting how some people are drawn to do that more and then other others of us are yeah. like well yeah, yeah. i think yeah. that i think that the um i'll use the i'll use the uh illustration of the float tank of the like isolation chamber mm-hmm. um i think that for a lot of people the um quarantine or whatever has been a form of isolation chamber and so um, a lot of us just run for comforts yeah, I guess and some of that yeah. comfort is like, since we can't, um, since we can't hang out, you know, with groups of friends and stuff, it's like, well, we're going to start streaming. We're going to like start streaming more. Um, you know, we're going to have a lot more nights, you know, if we don't have any place to go, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, we got pretty early on. We was like spent a reasonable amount of money, I guess, but on like a big TV that's in our basement, and it's like lights out, so it's like more of a special yeah yeah environment. But it's like, you know, that's also just justifications for it. And I have to recognize like that doesn't eliminate the trade offs that I'm <laughs> you know in that market. I'm still I'm still paying attention yeah. and time yeah. towards something that is consuming and. Mm-hmm again like that's that's fine that but it, yeah, it, yeah I, it's just like it's coming from somewhere and i it it has to be listed among the things that are are taking my time if i want to take stock in yeah. in where i stand to yeah pull from if i want to budget more time for creative yeah exactly you know? yeah yeah it's- yeah i started noticing um when especially when i was touring heavily that I would get into a loop of um, performing, um, basically overexerting myself, spending the next day hungover, and then looping back to perform, overexert, hangover, perform. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> with coffee interspersed in there. And then, and so I was getting no writing done. Mm-hmm. I was getting, I, I wasn't, um, I mean, besides, besides getting a chance to practice every night, um, I wasn't evolving Yeah, and I just got stuck in the, I got stuck in this loop. It's a loop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and part of that I think goes back to, you were saying too, it's like this identity thing yeah. where it's yeah. like, I don't know how much are we, how much are we willing to take on as like the role that like. I get to decide the role that I want to play, mm-hmm. but it's so much of it is we're you know, we're performing a role that is expected of us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And in that sense of like being on tour and you're, you're 
you're doing all the things that you think is what <laughs> going on tour means and it's yeah. like we i don't know it's get, get it's even... easier because it's 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 the common yeah. thing yeah but it's like that's not to say you can't construct what going on tour looks like for oh, yeah. you and it, yeah. like it's but it's that takes more work yeah to establish that yeah yeah, and I think at the time, too, like, I, you know, initially entered into it uh, in a very, like, celebratory form, where it was just, like, you know, I was really, I was super grateful um, to be carried coast to coast, basically, and just, like, given insane amounts of freedom. Um, and so I was just celebrating like every night but you know then i end up with a with i end up with a bellyache <laughs> like you know at the end of it because i had too much birthday cake yeah yeah you know and yeah no um and not only that it's like the bellyache on top of like covering up the whole Mm-hmm. Like the emptiness that is there as well, mm-hmm. which is much harder to recognize when your stomach is hurting all the time. Yeah. Than your, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, one of the things, one of the one of the first uh, kind of steps that that we took collectively um, was, say, taking like a week off of something that we could easily identify that didn't serve us. Um, yeah. You know, whether it was uh, a type of food um, or social media, um, just watching too much TV. Any of the inputs. Whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, taking a week off, taking two weeks off, taking a month off. And then when you get back into it, that was when we were noticing, noticing the real difference. Yeah. And noticing when like, you add it back. Oh in. yeah. This like, you know, in, in tiny, tiny doses, this feels okay. But ultimately it's not, it's not serving my mind. It's not serving my body. And so this probably just needs to cut. Yeah. This probably just needs to cut out. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I always, I, I definitely identify with like the, the experimentation type of way of looking at it. And it's just like, you're just, you're not, you're not signing up for doing this forever. Like no. at any point. So it's no. like, what if, what if I just gave this up again, a short amount of time, short parameter that you establish for yourself yeah. takes away, takes away so much of the anxiety that could come with it. Oh yeah. And yeah, I, I just, I think it's important to be able to challenge your own structures yeah. that you have in place to, yeah, run tests, hypothesize oh, yeah. about oh, yeah, yeah. what might work better and yeah, give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't come with an instruction manual, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, and I definitely like, I I don't know, it took a while to find kind of a consistent weed connect here Mm -hmm. and then finally did and so that was good but it was like it also 
I could see that. I mean, I, I definitely saw that becoming more of like a habitual mm-hmm. vice as opposed to like an occasional thing. Yeah. And I don't know. So it's like, I will sometimes self inflict just mm-hmm. fasting periods or like, you know, arbitrary amount of time without it and try to bring it back in. And I, I don't know. Sometimes that helps. Sometimes that helps kind of like moderate Mm -hmm. and force to moderate. But I think each time I do that, it, it dwindles away from moderation quicker. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just something I'm aware of there as well, where it's just like I, because I'm familiar with it as some type of a habit thing that is, it's helpful at times and in certain situations, but it's, yeah. If I'm not if I'm not successful at regulating it to to those criteria, then then it's a risk for me. It's yeah. like a it's yeah. Yeah, that was definitely one that I struggled with over the course of the pandemic because you know, more time at home and stuff. So yeah, it was just a habit that I was mm-hmm. that was kind of consuming me for a while. I mean, I was still getting all my stuff done. In fact, sometimes I was convincing myself that it was helping me get more stuff done. <laughs> But actually, when I started to analyze how it was making me feel, I realized that it was actually making me feel really foggy and weird. I've still had a hard time, like, fully breaking away from it. But I've noticed when I have fasted from it, when I've gone back to it, I haven't liked it. So for me personally, I think it's more a matter of, like, I've always enjoyed the act of smoking. Whether Mm -hmm. it's just, like, when I was really young, I started smoking at hookah bars, and I love that. It's, like, something about the social act of just smoking. Like, it's, I got into cigarettes for a while. So, for me, I don't even think it's, like, the cannabis itself that I like the effect of one way or the other. It was more, like, the act of doing the Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, so. Yeah. That's I've, so I, yeah, I've, oh, I was gonna say, I haven't, I can't relate to that as much because yeah. I, I, I just like, I was a late comer to most of it, but maybe mm-hmm. this kind of fits back in with the what I was saying about reading books or whatever, just having oh. this mentality of like making up for lost time that yeah. like I'm diving into things, you know, for, <laughs> with a different mindset coming, coming at it as an older, older, middle aged, yeah. whatever, early middle aged, I don't know what I am. <laughs> still young who cares but like it's it's still just attached to you know what story i'm telling myself about why i'm doing something like i'm trying to justify it to myself yeah we are the stories that we tell ourselves that's for sure yeah that's why we gotta tell ourselves better stories (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely what were you about to say eddie oh i was gonna say um yeah for me it was a clean it was it was a pretty clean break Um, not to say that, like, I still don't participate in, like, a puff, um, solitary. Yeah, but you've never really been drawn to it much. Um, but the idea of, like, you know, for us, like, climbing up on the roof or, you know, standing out under the stars or whatever, like, there is something about that, like, uh the activity Mm -hmm. um and maybe maybe for me it's like social you know i don't if like i i honestly yeah i don't i've never felt a real heavy draw 
Um, well, maybe that's just like allowing like a budget of certain contexts. Like, mm-hmm. whereas like if, if you can't, if you can't hold off in, yeah, it's the regulation again, where it's like, oh, in certain contexts, this is what I've negotiated that this, this makes sense for, but it's yeah. like, oh, across all contexts or I find a reason in every oh, context yeah. to do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even for, even for, uh, looping back to, um, you know, that the bourbon that you had at your friend's wedding, I mean, um, last time this was, oh, I don't, I don't know how many years back now, but, um, last time I hung out with, uh, with Pat, um, like we were hanging out in this cabin and it felt like uh felt like a reunion um and it felt like a celebration of like a new life that like i i hadn't seen him in years and he was like hey come on in here like you know let's get a shot of jack and i was just like yeah you know this feels appropriate yeah and yeah I didn't, I, and I, and I really didn't have to like think twice about it. And there wasn't any, like, I, I mean, yeah, I never regretted it or anything. I was just like, but I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, it's well, it's more just extension of what, what you were saying, like the context yeah. and everything. It is like, you know, it was a celebratory kind of thing and it didn't make me feel horrible yeah like well it, that's where it's like the identification with a particular you know I, that's why we, we've still said it's like we're not i'm not making a claim that i'm you know never ever going to do that again yeah. like that's all that's just not like a tenable well, it put, i don't know too much pressure on yourself yeah yeah i think because it actually it's like, messes people up in aa oh, and yeah. stuff when they make yeah. them like you're gonna get a chip, and if you this is who you drink, are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. gonna again. It's about identity. Yeah, and it yeah. really, it really, yeah. I think it, it's not good. It messes people up. Yeah, identifying. Yeah. I mean, even even uh, uh, diet. Um, oh yeah. You know, we've we've tried to we've tried to stay as far away from um, identifying as our diet as possible. Yeah. Um, except for the occasions when we have to say in like a, in a situation like, um, oh, do they have like, does wherever you're ordering out from, do they have veggie options? Yeah. You know? Um, but, but besides that, it's like, man, I don't really, I don't want to identify as like this certain thing because then there's like all these there's all this weight that's been put on it yeah and then you're you know stuck in certain situations where it's like you're forced to kind of yeah grapple with a thought that comes to your head or a situation that you find yourself in and then it's like thrust against this thing that you know is arbitrary that you've defined Mm. for yourself and like i don't know it's like does does this really mean everything like or you know for us, it, uh, this was one, I think, again, as a result of that, the meditation retreat when talking to some of the other students, like afterwards about kind of their philosophy with it was just like, 
that of kind of the old monks where it's like you're just kind of you're not you take what you get and you know to the extent that you have agency over your decisions then you're choosing a certain way but like if it's offered so that that was kind of what it was like for me it's like this arbitrary distinction of like trying to at least commit to not like purchasing mm-hmm. meat or you know stuff like that so it's mm-hmm. that that leaves it open for celebratory times sure. where some you know it's provided it's offered um yeah and even that there's there's been a few times where it's like i don't know we're we're probably not doing the best of nurturing ourselves nourishing mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. with within that construct and our bodies are telling us that like <laughs> these like deeper cravings might be might be onto something that's yeah. we haven't been doing the yeah. best job of tending to so yeah 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 that's that's actually um that's that was one really positive outcome that i saw um through this period um was being able to being able to listen to my body and know um if there was something if there was something just slightly off like the the main thing is hydration Mm-hmm. the main thing was always hydration it was just you know drink more water get more sleep Speaking of. and and occasionally <laughs> like boost your vitamin c or d yeah um d definitely and yeah. if you can get it what being outside yeah 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 exactly and or just spending more time outside like yeah. that was the other thing and so and those were like really easy tools um and and with and they're the ones that are the you know they're always there for everyone oh yeah like it's yeah no purchase no purchase not necessary yeah yeah but being able to like being able to you know slow it down being able to slow the system down to a point where you can hear what your body is telling you um and 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 being able to turn off the reaction yeah mechanism to to even be able to just recognize what the what your body's telling you as opposed to acting on it before you really even yeah yeah have a chance to look at it which that's that was another factor it was like was just pure paranoia it was like you know you start to get an itch in your throat (laughs) you're like oh it's coming oh boy here it comes (laughs) yeah and then and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I've got a couple tools for this. <laughs> Number one, drink a cup of water. Yeah. Uh, and Move around. Yeah, and if and if you're like, you know, if you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling like, you know, uh, like your muscles are like at capacity or whatever, like sit down and rest. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Yeah, there's just so many, um, so many simple, um, I keep coming back to this, there's this, uh, concept of the still small voice, and that is, um, that is basically, like, the voice of the heart, the voice of your, like, your, your, your inner voice. Your higher self. Your higher self speaking through, and... And it's harder to hear that when you're in between channels and 
you've got static flying at you, multiple channels coming in. And if you can yeah. just, you know, if you can even tune in on a single channel at a time, then you have more opportunity to hear that, that little whisper and really reflect on like, how am I feeling? Yeah. You know, how is, how is, um, how is, how is, how, how is my heart? Yeah. You know, it's taking the, taking the like singling out hunger versus like craving or appetite, but, but expanding that to the whole, your whole self. Yeah. It's like, how do I, how do I distinguish what I truly need versus what I'm just craving in this moment? Yeah. And am I, am I snacking just for, just for input just because I'm craving media you yeah. know, or, yeah, yeah, it's just, or um, human interaction. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Human interaction. Yeah. Well, I was talking to, we actually, we went on a, like a random hike. Columbus has a good amount of like Metro parks mm-hmm. that are pretty decent. Oh yeah. And actually ran into like friends who live like what several neighborhoods away, like one mm-hmm. of the few people that we know, but like they also they dropped their kids off for a few hours and went on a, on a parents only date mm-hmm. and at a Metro park and we happened to run into them. And we were, it's just like one of the very few like social interactions that we've had that hasn't been proxied by a screen. Yeah. And yeah, it's just when they happen, it's, it's, it's feeling like less and less comfortable or there's that recognition <laughs> of like, Oh man, this is, a muscle that we haven't been using yeah. at all yeah. and it's like more exhaustive but it, we we were kind of chatting at some point too it's just like we kind of hope we were both hopeful or optimistic or wanting to we're hoping that people will come out of this and the mo- momentum that will re- be required of everyone to like re-enter mm-hmm. the atmosphere of of social interaction will like need to to pull us out of our comfort zones more and maybe mm-hmm. we'll be more comfortable being our freaky you know let yes. the freak flag fly yeah. more but i'm also i i'm i don't know i don't know that i'm optimistic but that's like my that's my hope yeah it i don't necessarily feel that that will happen i think there's gonna be i don't know i don't know yeah. well, it's probably both i mean you whatever you perceive to be happening is probably what you'll notice happening you know yeah 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 and we're just hopeful it's like this is the time that we get to reconstitute things and, oh, yeah. and bring them back so yeah. at least knowing that there was someone else out there who also had that sentiment of like yeah maybe maybe on the other side of this we lean in a bit more than we used to oh yeah so yeah we've i don't know um i've i found myself in a really uh unique situation um, I, well, I lost work right as we were going into, um, uh, our quote unquote lockdown. Um, and so I was off work, um, for maybe, maybe a month and a half. Um, and then when I regained work, it was the weirdest scenario. Um, I'd, I'd got back in touch with one of my old buddies who had been in a band with, and had just been around town with forever and he said he'd had this this project coming up and he didn't know what it was 
and we still even last week were joking on the um on the on the assembly floor that like if anybody were to ask us what what we do we should probably just tell them we don't know like we're you know we're not really sure what it is um because it's just a, it's it's an it's an odd scenario like it's um basically the place i'm working at's a startup which um i didn't really understand the concept of a startup before working at one um but it's so loose it's so loosey goosey and i feel like the crew that we assembled there which is only there's three of us on the floor and then my buddy who kind of works up in the office like um running uh running messages back and forth and i feel like we went into that um a crew of freaks very comfortable letting our freak flags for yeah (laughs) it's the hardest phrase to say i can never say it how i want to either the um so we're yeah anyway let letting our flags fly and it's it's the it's a really interesting ensemble um and there's basically basically nothing like nothing's off topic like you know whatever we decide you know whatever we decide to talk about um whatever music we decide to listen to in there it's like it's totally cool and we've got a we've got um our the metal shop this the place that provides us all of our um the basic structure that we build on um is a very traditional warehouse and occasionally the guys will come over from that warehouse and walk in and just be like man i don't know i couldn't work over here (laughs) it's like yeah yeah well it's nice that it's nice that we know that you're here and it's nice that you know that we're here and um you know it's it provides us a chance for you know at least some balance yeah um but it's been really interesting being in an environment where it's just like well uh accepting you know let's see what happens tuesday (laughs) you know and then tuesday and then we and then we do a tuesday and then it's like well let's see what happens wednesday (laughs) and (laughs) you know uh but it's provided us a little bit of social interaction like between the the three people that work together there on the floor and um but we still notice that outside of that we struggle you know when we meet up with with other with other energies yeah that it's like uh i I forgot how to act with this energy (laughs) i forgot how to like you know how to engage with the script yeah how to like, how to engage with this because like we're just completely uh you know it's all tangential yeah it's all like you know yeah free flow yeah it just kind of feels i guess like there's less less and less of a way in mm-hmm. um and 
it's like a secret passage that you have to kind of navigate. It's like, I, I'm thinking like Mario, like the, the final, you know, King Koopa thing where you have to go through the castle in a certain order to mm-hmm. even get to the final guy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just feels like navigating that space sometimes is hard of like, if you're not completely up on, you know, what's, what's kosher and not co- kosher. It's like <laughs> yeah. you stand to kind of like find yourself yeah. caught in that loop or just exhausting yourself <laughs> trying to trying to interact with people yeah and yeah. having a mask over your face and sounding like this and you know yeah when when there's other noise going on yeah you know even if you're even if you're quiet in a quiet space like you're you're just losing so much yeah of the of the richness of that interaction yeah. by yeah so it's just having to had adjust to that and then not to mention the the screen yeah where you know we're ostensibly right here looking you know gazing into our separate spaces that we're in but just at least helpful to to maintain some sort of oh yeah pseudo pseudo facial contact like yeah but yeah i don't know it's it's just interesting to like re reemerge and to see what types of interactions or how the interactions will be affected yeah. by it all. Yeah. And what, um, what evolutionary, uh, stages we've, we may have crossed through over the course of a year. Yeah. <laughs> a very particular year. Yeah. What else y'all working on? I don't know. It just feels like everything. (laughs) Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Danielle's been, um, she's been working with marbling, um, with like paper marbling. And, um, then I've been doing, uh, calligraphy work, which, yeah. I do, um, I've been doing one, about one a day. Um, and so then we've been merging the two, um, and experimenting with, um, yeah, the different, different backgrounds and stuff. Um, it was cool actually the other day, um, I I picked up, uh, Glenn's new tape Mm. and was noticing that uh that the cover on that's marbled and yeah like, oh yeah there it is again it's kind of like you yeah daniel was saying earlier of like that in the, having the, an idea and yeah. then if you wait long enough without doing it someone else is gonna do it <laughs> yeah yeah but it was right there hanging in the ether and and um yeah it's inter- interesting to see like who all honed in on that mm-hmm. um, and the different manifestations of it yeah yeah definitely. yeah um but yeah, so we've got we've got a little workshop space set up um next door in the in the pole barn and um we've got that set up for for marbling and for for other um experiments. Nice. Um Yeah, aside from that, I just started working on the truck camper um this past weekend and it'll be interesting to see that shape up yeah yeah um very cool yeah yeah i think besides that 
Yeah, the marbling's pretty intense. Have you ever seen it in person before or done any of it? No, I was gonna, yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm a complete noob. Yeah, well, me too. But I had this idea last year, I just kind of did it on a whim and just got like a small kit. I think it would have been midsummer or so. Mm -hmm. Had amazing results on fabric swatches. One of our friends who owns, I think maybe we've told you about him before. He has like some cannabis farms in Michigan and mm. California and then some hemp farms here in Michigan. But he had given me some hemp fabric, so I had been testing on that and it worked out so well. And I think on some cotton as well. Well, then... I got the idea that I was just going to start doing more testing on paper and save the fabric for when I actually am like good enough to print something on, you know, that I want to make. Yeah. But then that was like a whole other thing that I didn't realize that it was going to be a lot more difficult on paper. So right now I'm just going through, I might go back to just doing like swatches on testing on fabrics because that's actually what I want to work with. But I was just making some of it for him just for fun. But yeah. man, it's like a whole host of skills you have to learn. After having such success last summer, I guess I got it into my mind like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm going to make this dress. And I like cut out the pattern of the dress and I was getting ready to lay it in. And then like the marbling just went to shit and didn't work at all. And I think it was actually temperature related. I had actually also left some of my pigments in the garage. I should have stored them probably in a warm environment over the winter. So there's just now I'm just working through all of the quirks of the pigments and then the size and then the type of water you use can matter and if the temperature is weird. And so I'm just like, I have all these ideas in my mind of these things I want to create, but it's yeah. like bursting at the seams to get through because I'm trying to like work out all the kinks before I can like actually make what I have in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is it like? What is the process of marbling? Yeah. So you make a size, which is a the bath, the liquid bath out of seaweed. And some people use other chemicals. I like the seaweed just because you don't have to use anything harsh. It's a little more expensive, but you can also just like dump it outside and it's not going to hurt anything. So you blend that up or whisk it up and let it sit until it becomes like a thick kind of gel like consistency and then you have to get different ratios and the different colored pigments of like different pigments naturally disperse differently on the sides okay. and expand so where like purple and blue seem to work really really well for some reason like green or red sometimes will just like drop in the middle and like stay solid so then you have to add different amounts of this other thing to it to help it disperse so you really have to mess with like each amount until you find like what works best for you and or you know I don't know if different I might even try to make some of my own pigments at some point but right now I'm just using what is available that seems that most people have good results with so, yeah, it's it's really fun, though. I mean, a while ago, before we were doing that, we had borrowed a projector from somebody and we're doing, like, liquid light shows with, like, oil and oh, food nice. coloring and stuff just for fun yeah. at home as, like, a meditative yeah. thing. So it's kind of, like, expanding upon that and then, mm -hmm. you know, printing on it, too. Cool. So 
so yeah and i had actually thought about doing some block printing on top of it too i had cut out some blocks and maybe we'll mix the two at some point but yeah it's just kind of like you know it's one of those things where probably like when you sit down to play guitar for the first time you're like i want to play a song but really you can only do like a chord and <laughs> yeah so i'm just yeah. like in that no novice level of like trying to figure out what the heck I'm yeah <laughs> oh i was thinking just like beginner's luck with like you know a card game too or something where it's like oh you win your first one you're like oh this is easy and yeah. then the more you get to know about it the more you realize you there's you know a whole host of other mysteries that that come mm -hmm. with it i i don't know i i started doing like sourdough baking early oh. early in mm -hmm. the pandemic and that's kind of been the same mm -hmm. like the results there's so many different factors and variables that mm -hmm. like along that process that like I don't know. It just feels, it feels like black magic. And I, I still have no sense of like what it is. Mm -hmm. Like the more confident I feel like I am in any one, one thing, one, one, I don't know. It's yeah. I feel very similarly there where it's like, I'll have a good batch and it's like, yes, I finally got it. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, from here on out, it's, this mm -hmm. is the baseline now. And it's like, no, no, here's a flat disc, you know, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to just make put you in your place like yeah yeah definitely yeah. very humbling for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think i mean i feel like that's where those are the things that are like worth pursuing where you're you know yeah your the results come from interaction with reality yeah. like you can't you can't fake that yeah mm -hmm. and so that humility being in, injected into it i think is like yeah well yeah and i wish more people would show the humility and the vulnerability like you were saying because you mm -hmm. know like i think i probably also going back to comparing yourself to others or looking on social media it's like i'll see someone else do marbling but you never see any of their mistakes you know <laughs> so you're like how many times how many papers did they make before they made that mm -hmm. one you know yeah yeah so. when every it's just yeah it's everybody's putting their best feet yeah. forward yeah. all the time and it's you know it's the the facial filter that's completely not oh, yeah. human-like at all that is you know influencing how people you know want to contort their bodies and do different you know it's just setting ourselves up as like a a, a funhouse mirror and and yeah. looking at a funhouse mirror and judging ourselves what we see in that without realizing like oh the mirror is doing this this is not who i actually am like mm -hmm. i'm looking for my reflection in something that is by its very nature skewed yes yes yeah. so. even though it's boring i kind of do yeah i like seeing people's mistakes or their which is weird because why do i not want to share mine you know but i know I, yeah do you feel like that too yeah or yeah, not mistakes but you know like the more raw yeah bits of it yeah i this is sort of different but i think somewhat ties in where it's like i when i listen to podcasts i'll listen at like a, a sped up rate oh my goodness the, the app i use like does like an algorithmic speed base where it like removes silence or like jumps ahead faster like it's like a, a variable speed based on i don't know i don't know how it works but it works and i like it for the input but 
I've also realized like I'm listening to people talk that way and therefore sort of building my own model of what I should sound like based on this artificial representation of conversation. So if I'm, if I'm, you know, when I'm talking, I'm like, I should be, I should be, I should be more succinct. I should not let these pauses come out or I I'm much more, I don't know. I, so I have actually had to like start making it a point to every now and then when I think about it, like slow it down to regular speed and just like take in, okay, how this person sounds at, at normal speed <laughs> and use that as my baseline to just remember that nobody sounds as artificially like clean and clear as you think they do or as you know so don't hold yourself up to that standard like it's okay to be less eloquent than you are like yeah that's what i appreciate i appreciate that about certain podcasts i like absolutely i like the stuff that's not edited that's you know where they don't take out the ums or whatever yeah (laughs) yeah how's your podcasting going by the way it's it's fine it's uh yeah i don't know it's I'm I'm realizing like I probably need to do more preliminary work going into like the ones that are just me on my own um, or have. But it, I've also had the experience of of going in with an idea, like a framework of what I want to hit on and then just like not connecting with it at the time. So it's like just trying to find that balance of like being able, having some amount of flexibility to where I can capture the ideas when they're like rolling um and maintaining some like regular practice with it so it's like i don't know i can't i've learned that like dedicating an hour or whatever time it is if i want to do something weekly and i need to sit down if i sit down it doesn't necessarily mean the ideas are going to be flowing like there's there's that kind of like swimming upstream feeling that that has with it so it's like i i need to work a little bit more on yeah maybe corralling some of those ideas and and thoughts as they come Mm -hmm. in a way that that translates or that is gives me more to grasp onto when i have the time to sit down Mm -hmm. so and then i think on the back end i i'm doing more like silly like unnecessary editing for for some of those reasons and that's why i'm like really trying to focus on listening to stuff that's not altered in any way Mm -hmm. just to yeah to kind of solidify in my mind like why am i so focused on you know breaths and you know all these other sounds it's like i i'm putting so much more work on myself Mm -hmm. to go back through and do that when it's like why why am i doing that yeah don't (laughs) do it (laughs) i know I know. It'll feel more natural the more you do it. That's true. This has felt natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, does it feel I, natural for you? Or do you feel weird? Because you have, I don't know if, if I had headphones on or something that I would, like, be more aware of, you know, what it is you're doing. I like this because it doesn't feel like anyone else is listening. But then I guess later <laughs> maybe people will listen, but... <laughs> yeah. No, I've actually found that the, the conversations are more they feel more natural and organic and just like 
expansive in terms of like the space that it creates Mm -hmm. for me even to move around in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I'm not, yeah, I don't know. I I have the benefit of the space that y'all are extending to me as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in both directions, Mm -hmm. whereas, yeah, if I sit down on my own, it's like I'm only at the mercy of how I'm treating myself, which is not as, not, it's often not as, as, you know, graceful yeah. to my, my own self as I am with other people. Yeah. And and I I feel that that grace extended from you as well. So it's like I have more yeah. more leeway. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something embarrassing I did about a week ago because this will make you feel better. <laughs> I Eddie wasn't here and I was like, I am going to make myself watch a video of myself free dancing. <laughs> because I knew it would look embarrassing and feel embarrassing, but I knew that if I made myself watch it, that I would overcome that hurdle of like, who cares if it looks stupid? No one has to see it, Mm -hmm. but I had to make myself watch it. Yeah. It was really funny. (laughs) Thanks. No, it's, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I would get paranoid about my voice if I was just, the only one speaking and like you said your your own harshest critic yeah i would want to edit stuff too <laughs> yeah and i've yeah i just need to do you have times where go... you record and then you don't release it have you had that where's wait say that again if you record it have you not released it if it's just one a solo there's been a f- i mean i think what's ended up happening is that i've i will catch myself in the process or just like the whole time kind of just be suffering through it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll sit back down and at least just like try to go back over mm-hmm. to like do it again. And I think having like dusted off the cobwebs of the second time was like much easier to to engage and, and play mm-hmm. around with them. Yeah. Um, and felt less like I was maybe grasping for to fill space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll have... I, d- I think there's a few where there's like the first take that's that's not released because yeah mm-hmm. there was a probably better version mm-hmm. you know I might miss on certain miss certain things but like yeah it just f- feels more engaging or like natural as opposed to like forced or yeah yeah but that that could just be part of part of the process and it might not even you know. Maybe it just means I do a a rough run through or give myself an hour or so to walk around and Mm -hmm. talk out loud or go for a drive and and Mm -hmm. do that in my phone as opposed to sitting down and think like, you know, because there's some amount of anguish that I put myself through on those Mm -hmm. times where it's like I'm once I let the first. Once I stop and like edit the first thing or stop myself in once I get started recording, I'll, I'll notice like I'm letting a few things through that I'm like, eh, that wasn't the best, but then I keep going in spite of it. But then the first time I stop, then it just makes it so that any, any time after that, I'm so much more ready to just start over and be like, eh, mm-hmm. no, nope, Okay. And that's so toxic to the whole process mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think part of it, especially as weather gets better and whether it's, whether it's going for a drive or a walk, just where I feel like I can 
talk through ideas and just like warm up, I guess, in that sense is, is going to be helpful. Yeah. But pretty much every time I've come up with a, a theory of how to like make it work, I've tried it and it, I'll get thrown another curveball. So mm-hmm. it was just part of the same with the marveling and same with all the other stuff. It's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a certain amount of it. That's just me creating resistance for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's impressive how many different forms that can take, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I pat myself on the back about about that i'm 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 way more adaptable than i give myself credit for yeah well and i do think you're good i think you're good at talking and well at least we've enjoyed our conversations with you when you've come over here and stuff are over philosophizing that we do yeah <laughs> so i think when it's like scary to put it out in the you know oh, in yeah. the ether where it's like if it's in the house it's you know we all know that we're we're, we're coming from a place that's like very, you know, not elite and not, mm-hmm. you know, definitive by any nature. So yeah. it's like putting it out there seems to have attached to it like some sense of, of grounding where it's like I, I'm i expressing this because I believe it. And it's like, no, like I, I don't know. I, I, if anything else, like that's one thing that I want to make sure that's kind of constantly in place. It's like. This isn't an endorsement of anything that mm-hmm. I'm exploring. It's it's an exploration. And it's an exploration. Yeah. And tomorrow you might think something different. Openness. And the next day you might be different. And the next yeah. day you yeah. might be different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, actually, my uh, my buddy Benny that I work with um, had a really good illustration of this firsthand. He said he was out in San Diego visiting his aunt and his mom was there with him and they're apparently two different personalities, the sisters and his aunt was laying or no, his mom was laying out her clothes for the next day and asked her sister, uh, don't you want to have your stuff like ready to go for tomorrow? And Benny's aunt says, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know who I'm going to be tomorrow. So, you know, I don't know that I'm ready to to commit to anything yet. And, um, but yeah, open to like explore every, every day as like, you know, a lifetime in itself. Yeah. Um, I have to wait to, to find out who I'm going to be tomorrow. Yeah. Who, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I connected to that and have kind of carried it subconsciously. Yeah, like, you know, even even from minute to minute, you know, um, perspective can change. And yeah. Is, and, and in its healthiest form is constantly shifting. Yeah. You know, is constantly kind of like, um, is constantly exploring. Yeah. On any any attachment to solidity or like something being solid and and unchanging is just delusional. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean there there's plenty of stuff that carries over from moment to moment like mm-hmm. that, you know. But yeah. It's it's always fun just to kind of get reactions. I know like being at the coffee shop and just 
Oh yeah. Interacting with people, it's like it, <laughs> if you can inject just the tiny, you know, something like that with the the yeah, the the ants remark of just yeah, some little benign challenge to the status quo. Oh yeah, yeah. To get people, you kind of recognize the people who are attuned to it and kind of maybe open to it or yeah. maybe more annoyed or questioning or confused or yeah. whatever. It's just like, just a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, those were so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, I think once I started working at the roastery, I wound up with, I wound up getting more in flow with that because I didn't have the other, I wasn't interacting with the other with other coworkers, hardly at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally, like there'd be a roaster in the back, but as you know, you're running the bar by yourself, and so you get into more of this Groundhog's Day flow, where you're like, "Well, I'm gonna play around with this character today. I'm yeah. gonna like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this mask on and like see, you know." Oh yeah, I remember for a while he actually did. I forget. This might have been in Lafayette. When he worked at the coffee shop there, he experimented with wearing glasses, and he noticed that people were nicer to him when he was wearing glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fun. Did you get more tips though? Um. Yeah, I'd get better tips. Yeah. If I was if I was wearing my glasses, um, I generally have I generally get better conversations. Um, and yeah, that, yeah, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Literally putting on a mask. Yeah. Yeah. There's no escaping it. It's so like, yeah, it's like liberating in how, like, I don't know how prevalent it is. It's everywhere. So it's like ubiquitous, which is like at, at one at one extreme oppressive mm-hmm. but it's like knowing that it's universal is just kind of like well it's inescapable so at least you're you know we're within it no matter what yeah. so i don't know yeah yeah it's I liberating on the other end of it do you or feel, it can be i feel like that's what leads me to hide my vulnerability cuz i'm like worried about what which is so stupid because if I know I'm always changing and I need to remember that about other people as well. But, you know, I'd say your average person is not in tune with that concept. And, you yeah. know, we're just in like a constant state of judging as humans, like even if we don't mean to be. Yeah. Like taken out of, yeah, destabilizing in, in all the dimensions and ways that it can affect someone. Mm-hmm. If they're, you know, if you challenge the the rigid structure that they're used to and comfortable with. It's Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And and it was fun. Like it was fun. Um, falling, like, you know, recognizing the people that like, that, uh, needed that routine Mm -hmm. and like becoming a part of their routine with them. And then recognizing the people that you could kind of like play around with. Yeah. And, um, yeah yeah what yeah it's such a great such a great uh experience <laughs> really getting that like one-on-one time i guess that's the the role of the bartender yeah yeah 
No, the the coffee shop that I'm um about to start with is called Third Way. Mm-hmm. So oh, just yeah. like going in and talking to them about it was like, oh, this you know, I get. They seem to be very excited that my resume showed like I studied philosophy and psychology yeah. and like I mean I don't know the 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 areas that they were interested in of me seemed like threw me off. <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, he's a wizard. He's hired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it like. Yeah, it was just the conversation was there, you know, the understanding of like seeing themselves as that third space mm-hmm. for, you know, like the home, the work and this other area where where we come together and interact and, you know, the rubber hits the road, so to speak, yeah. especially now where it's like home and work for so many people has been the same thing. Yeah. Uh we desperately need that other <laughs> that other place to go to. Yeah. And I don't know, it's if it's like controlled destabilizing, like destabilization, like occupying playing those roles like in a way to kind of stir it up, but I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's been hard to engage in the world that way. Mm-hmm. Especially in the past year and looking back at how easy it is to experiment and and play around with it in in the coffee shop and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, in those interactions that it's just like where it's a sort of acceptable improv class mm. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Be exciting. The ga- the gathering is like a, um, is really important. It's really important for us to, you know, and I think it, I think at some point, you know, I mean, we may get to a point where, um, our where our psychic connection is such that um that we'll we'll have that need fulfilled no matter where we are you know what what the situation is but at this point it still feels like the um like there's there's need for assembly um there's need for us to to socially gather um, or at least, you know, at least have a few people that we can reach out, you know, mm-hmm. at least in this, in this format. Yeah. Um, but there's just something, there's something powerful about the like, um, physical one-on-one yeah. connection. And then at the same time, simultaneously at this, at this moment in time so awkward because we've yeah i mean we've just we haven't practiced we haven't exercised those muscles man yeah we've gotten really used to like our honing in on one channel and yeah comfort our comfort zones i wonder if it's really going to be till 2024 before we're back to fully open fully open they say usually pandemics last about four years, I guess. I mean, that's how long it takes for everyone to achieve herd immunity or something. Yeah. But I don't know. The numbers around here are going down, but I mean, it's like, you know, what do the numbers even mean? <laughs> oh, I know. That's that's <laughs> always, that's been my kind of thing. It's just like, I, again, like the more confident anyone seems to be in anything surrounding this, like it's. It's not that I don't believe it, but it just like the level of confidence seems 
and and the need to express confidence first and foremost Mm -hmm. just makes it i don't know it seems counterintuitive to me but it like yeah just just be honest that like you're not confident but this is what it suggests like that that goes so much further for me to like feel yeah i don't know the importance of the importance of admitting that we don't know that we're not sure at this moment in time is um powerful yeah and quite subversive it seems yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, that was like that, that was comes the back thing. to that comfort thing of like yeah, yeah. you know if you you know if you're asked for a solid thing to provide something that is concrete that you fully stand behind and you kind of subvert that and say you can't you can't offer anything that's mm-hmm. you know that meets all the criteria and it makes people <laughs> uncomfortable. It doesn't you know it's you're not s- contributing something to you know to to add to yeah yeah i don't know i have a pile of facts for you (laughs) yeah (laughs) neat let's just add them to the let's add them to the other piles here and then uh i don't know we might start a fire later just burn a few (laughs) what what could hurt (laughs) Yeah. Is it nice out where you are right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got out earlier and did yeah, cool. a bit of a a nice walk. Probably will do the same. It's, yeah. 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 It's been nice and sunny the last few days. Still not like the warmest, but it's nice. Encouraging. Oh, it's, of, yeah. 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 Nice and sunny today. Yeah. Um is there anything I mean I don't know that that my reach is that expansive, but like, are y'all moving everything to like Hatha House? Yeah, everything's. Um, also, is it Hatha or Hatha? How do you guys say it? Hatha. Okay, that's yeah. that's always been my intuition as well. Yeah. So I, <laughs> um, I said that overly confidently. Yeah. Um, we got a friend that refers to it as the Hathaway House. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, everything's always going to be at Hatha House dot org um cool but that'll also that's also something that's constantly expanding um and but kind of at a natural pace um yeah. and 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 exploring different yeah you know, with it within that yeah and um you know if 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 somebody wants to to bookmark um us we are on instagram at uh hatha house yeah um but yeah all the actions all the actions over at the website we've got like a little blog kind of deal set up that we've that we mean to update more often (laughs) we're meaning to update more often ain't that the truth but and yeah since it's just it it's so hard to to do to ask for the support ourselves Mm -hmm. uh, like i will i will take the the advantage that i have of not being you to say like if there's ways to support then like do that it's Mm -hmm. i I don't know i've just been like struggling with it's like so much of this has to be 
you know, marketing ourselves and it's not comfortable to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, I don't know. It's like in, in, in the effort to sort of mold some type of sustainable lifestyle doing, doing things differently yeah. that like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever I can do to help, which right now is not much, but this will yeah. just forever live online. So maybe yeah. down the road, more people will listen. And <laughs> as it builds, they can look back and be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if y'all have abandoned the Patreon thing or are just trying to find other ways to. Yeah, you know. it's it's up, but it's um, but, you know, we're not we're not depending on it. Well, the yeah. main thing is we have things in mind of like community things that are going to be like, eventually we'll be doing like a 501 C three. We have like some community projects that we want to do. So it's like, once we get more of that underway, I'm sure like Mm -hmm. the Patreon or I don't know if we'll still stick with that, but that'll be more of what that'll be for. We kind of just threw the artwork up there at first because we were like, well, maybe we should do it like this. But then we decided, nah, let's move that over to, you know, like the shop, which is what's familiar for people. I think it's more a a matter of people just understanding what things are. I mean, we've even noticed so far as like, say on your website, you don't want to call it a shop. You want to call it like offerings or Mm -hmm. curios or People yeah. will literally not go to the page just because it doesn't say shop. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Or like, yeah. I remember we did this thing in person and I had sticker this event and I had stickers and, oh, I had made like little, uh, like joint papers and like did like a little artwork on them and it was like, had those out for free. And I had a little sign that said complimentary. And then people would walk up and be like, what is this? And then they wouldn't take it. And then I'd be like, you can have one. And they'd be like, it's free? And so eventually over the course of like half of a day, I was like, I guess I have to write free on the thing. Like I couldn't write complimentary. It didn't, for some reason that didn't click. But then, but then we still had people coming up saying, "Uh, are you sure? Are you sure this is free? (laughs) (laughs) So, so honestly, <laughs> it's weird. It's like, you, as an artist, you're, like, wanting to do it, the creative, like, mystical word for the thing. But then, I guess, maybe for people to understand what the hell you're doing, you have to just be, like, shop. <laughs> yeah. And that's maybe what is one aspect of how that's such a struggle as yeah. artistic creative people is, like, this feeling of, ha- like, all the different ram- ramifications of selling out of like mm-hmm. diluting yourself down to like oh well i have to speak this language that mm-hmm. you know simplify down and i yeah i guess <laughs> i i would say it's it's actually probably kept me from even like put making that button of like support this way it's mm-hmm. like you have to you have to ask for it and like that is the the step that is just like so elusive to mm-hmm. me because it's and it's just like get over it how do you how do i like get myself to get over it and like yeah well that's i don't know i i I think um i've noticed it more recently that the artistic community is coming to terms with the fact that it's all energy exchange and if you as an artist are are doing well and supporting yourself and you've got extra energy coming in then you can turn around and help the next person um, who, you know, 
just furthering the furthering the exchange of energy and so even if it's all being housed within the artistic community um i i believe that there's more than enough resource um even if the artistic community is just supporting itself yeah but in i mean with that there's also kind of like what you're selling is you know whatever brand of charity or you know how that would extend and what you would do with extra like that has to kind of be baked in and in a certain sense of like you know your support here will not only support me but once 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 i reach whatever that baseline is for myself yeah this is how i will be giving back like that's also part of the pitch yeah is, I know, and that's part of what we've that. had problems with too, because we're like we have all these ideas, but then we were discussing, well, we haven't even told anyone any of these community mm. projects that we want to do. So how can we expect people to want to donate when they don't even know what they're donating to? Mm-hmm. But you know, that's like a yeah. whole job to sit down one day and like write out that entire vision of what you have, yeah. which we have started doing that now. But that yeah. in itself is a lot of work. So mm-hmm. well, and it also poses like just slippery language stuff and just what you you know what you want to point yourself as as supporting and you know if it's not if it's too narrow or if it's not narrow enough like there's all kind of slippery slopes of Mm -hmm. like that would you know especially we've talked about this and in bloomington like certain crowds Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. then i think part of that too is maybe in terms of creating and crafting the the system the the thing that you're trying to put in place is like understanding who the audience is and Mm -hmm. because yeah like there's there's a certain crowd in bloomington that if you are presenting maybe a more like universal accepting approach like it's you know you could be viewed as part of the problem or you know Mm -hmm. not not aiming your your good and your benefit towards the right cause oh yeah well good thing (sighs) there's more than just bloomington (laughs) that's true that's true Mm -hmm. No, it's true. no hate on Bloomington. It's a good place in Indiana for sure. I know. It, there's <laughs> been, there's been. I mean, we've honestly even had that like allure of like, man. But I, I again, just being spending this whole year with like the tiniest social mm-hmm. network in a in a new place where we haven't had the ability to grow new connections really yeah. at all. So it's just like, I don't know. I think there's part of it that's just yearning for a return to come to a comfort. Zone. yeah 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 to columbus the... is amazing though i've had tons of friends that have lived there and a lot of them have mm-hmm. moved away now but i've spent a lot of time there and i really like it mm-hmm. yeah so give it a chance if you can as long as it's not till 2024 and then you just decide you better <laughs> go out into the wilderness and you know we'll have a spot for you if you need <laughs> i mean that's always yeah that's that actually a big part of a big part of the overall project is creating a spot um for other people to come out especially artists yeah you know where you can just have a place to stay you don't have to pay for it we could provide meals maybe you would just you know like help work on a creative project or something yeah yeah residencies you know yeah yeah trip trip advisors trip sitting Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) trip advisor yeah (laughs) that's on my business card that's on her yeah. business card, TripAdvisor. It is? Surreal estate agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but basically, like, I don't know, creating a free space. 
Cosmic consultant. Cosmic consultant. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it was good Beautiful. chatting with you. Yeah, likewise. Is there, I don't know, is there anything else you want to say before? Well, I was thinking about actually asking you, have you done mushrooms or anything since you've been in quarantine? Quarantine, 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 so we lost them um our connection broke and yeah that's just what happens it uh we decided that given that we had gone on as long as we had already at that point that despite being in the middle of a story it was probably a good place to wrap up and as good a place to wrap up as any um given given our tendency to go on and on and on so with that said we will (laughs) just have an open invite i'm sure they will be back on and especially given that the the content there at the end was in line with some of the other topics that i've claimed to want to explore on this show it makes perfect sense that we will you know pick pick back up where we left off or at the very least i'm sure we would pick it back up at some point along the along the way of a hours-long conversation so we look forward to more of those and in the meantime again i'll wrap this up but just wanted to plug them as well one more time at hotthehouse.org that is h-a-t-h-a-h-o-u-s-e dot org and again like they said that's that's where you can find everything you want that they're putting out whether that's their blogs i know they've done some recipes there's beautiful photography eddie's been doing the calligraphy which is up and available as well and i believe even some of that more recent work has been on the marbled paper that danielle was also talking about so it's a great way to keep up with what they're doing uh, especially once they move out to New Mexico, that will be uh, a trip. So this process they're about to get underway with this upcoming year leading up to that move, I'm sure will be documented in various ways on on the site. And again, you can support them however you want. Uh, but yeah, I just want to point in that direction. So again, thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you like it, be sure to leave a review, subscribe, do all that stuff. And I guess that's it. Until next time, I'm Gabe Garber, and I still don't know. Thanks. Thanks.